The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanki. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanki. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Thank you so much for choosing to be with us today. Please be sure to tell your friends about our show to continue to grow our already very loyal, growing, listening audience so that we may empower more people around the globe. I'm so excited to share this message with you today. I had a tremendous amount of joy preparing this message about developing a miracle mindset. And I want to share with you right off the bat that miracles abound today. And as we begin each show, We start with the boomerang effect, and the boomerang effect says that what you put out in life is equal to what you get back. Now, this is really important for me to share because this is a global commitment because on September 25th, 2015, 193 world leaders committed to 17 global goals to achieve three extraordinary things in the next 15 years. And the three umbrella global goals that they set out were to end extreme poverty, fight inequality and injustice, and fix climate change. Now, on September 25th, the global goals for sustainable development was officially adopted at the United Nations. The goal is to make as much noise as possible around these global goals with the aim of reaching 7 billion, yes, 7 billion with a B, people with their message in the next seven days. And we're already several days in. This is from last Friday to this Friday. So famous people from around the world are joining in this effort to raise awareness share the goals and get the message out about ways to bring these global goals and their solutions forward. Since we have such a smart, loving, kind, and connected audience, I'm asking all of you to join in the effort to end poverty, hunger, and justice, and respect this great planet on which we live to be more sustainable by being resourceful with your decisions while you're living on planet Earth, and also by making the commitment to peace within yourself so that that peace can be filtered and felt throughout the world. So did you happen to see the lunar eclipse the other night? It really was such a great example of how miraculous this planet Earth along with the moon and the planets and the solar system really is. And um, it was a sight to see and one that I hope you took time to reflect on its majesty and miraculousness. So because 
technology has allowed us to create a global community where we can access each other at the click of a button. Let's join together in creating a dialogue and finding peace within ourselves where we send ideas, videos, or ways in which we're doing our part to support the global goals of ending poverty, hunger, injustice, and and respecting planet Earth. So please, if you have ideas that you would like me to share, send your selfies, ideas, or videos to fee at directconnectcoaching.com and join in to create a better world with which to live. Now, as I mentioned earlier, our subject today is developing a miracle mindset. And I can tell you that I've had a fascination with miracles ever since I was a young girl. And it started for me with reading accounts of near-death experiences. And I believe this fascination was due to the fact that my mom had a near-death experience when she was pregnant with me. It was actually right before I was born. She had heart arrest and heart failure, and her account was very similar to those accounts that I read about. And the amazing thing is that the accounts of these near-death experiences are all very, very similar. They say so much of the same things. And I just watched another account on a YouTube uh, program last week in preparation for the show. Um, then there was a neurosurgeon who happened to be in a coma for seven days, and he had a very similar account to what my mom said. He's, you know, they rise above, they, they see their bodies, they go toward the white light, and there's a feeling of total peace. The communication is telepathic, love is very abundant. And in my mom's case, what she said was when she kind of entered that area of the white lights, she said, God, I have all these children. I was the seventh one that she was about to deliver. And she said, I really want to come back. So she actually said what it was that she wanted. And um, the neurosurgeon recovered as well. And he was completely healed and whole. And he was a man who was very science-minded before his coma. And he didn't believe in any afterlife. However, now he's a firm believer in life after death. And I I truly believe after studying all of these experiences over the many, many, many years that I have, that the consistency in these near-death accounts indicates our truth beyond this life. So, um, unfortunately, we have one more boomerang to send out, and this one is really regarding support because... Um, There are people who are going through difficult times all around this world that we live in. And there was an unfortunate um, woman or young, beautiful woman who lost her life over the weekend. She took her life. And um, I can tell you that a friend of mine has three daughters who are very committed to delivering messages of support and encouragement. And uh, they're committed to taking some of these messages of support and encouragement to their various schools where they attend. So talk about taking a tragedy and committing to a positive action in the name of a fallen student who was apparently in a tremendous amount of pain as she took her own life. What a beautiful way to spread love and inspiration to others. And it's a really another important reminder to bring peace within. So let's really take a step outside of ourselves and recognize that there are so many people out in our world that really do need encouragement and support, starting with yourself first by um, making a commitment to not allow any further 
judgments or self-criticisms to come forth and being stuck in those criticisms and judgments and um, bringing peace to yourself so that then you can commit together to really uh, help those people in need and support the global goals that are set forth on this great planet of ours. So now it's a great time to get your pen and paper handy because this is going to actually be um, a note-taking experience. I've got nine points to developing a miracle mindset, nine things that I've put together for you today. And there was a beautiful quote that I found to, uh, from the book Spoken Miracles to open up to help us to set the stage about this subject. And this was written by uh, Martha Lucia Espinosa. And the quote that she talked about miracles says this, Miracles fall like drops of healing rain from heaven on a dry and dusty world where starved and thirsty creatures come to die. Now they have water. Now the world is green. And everywhere the signs of life spring up to show that what is born can never die, for what has life has immortality. And since we're looking to support the global goals that we spoke about at the start of the show, let's create miracles to feed the hungry, shall we? So here are the keys to developing a miracle mindset. The first one is a really simple one. It is that you have to ask. And I mentioned uh, that my mom had a near-death experience before I was born. And the first thing she did was to ask to come back. She said, hey, I want to come back. I've got all these children to raise. I don't want my husband to do it on his own. So she asked. And so it's really important for you to understand in developing a miracle mindset that you have to ask. And what I love to do, and I usually tell my clients to make a God jar or a love jar so that they can put their requests into the jar. And this activity builds confidence in knowing that if you ask, you will receive. And I've had clients over the years say how great it is to read their pieces of paper from their jar because they forget and they see how many miracles have actually come to fruition. Now, the second um, second important key to developing a miracle mindset is to be open to receiving and have conviction that you can receive a miracle. Now, if you have a mindset that you are worthy, you will definitely get what you want. I remember having a client and we spoke about financial miracles and I shared the concept that I spoke about on the show about money a few weeks back and it was that you can put a jar in the southwest corner of your home or residence and ask for a blessing of financial gain, ask for a miracle of of, a financial gain. And in this case, the client actually asked specifically for $50,000. Now, she came back the following week and she said that my program didn't work. And um, she was really unhappy about that. And she said because she had asked for this bonus of $50,000 and she never got it. And she was really ready to disprove the approach of the miracles coming true. So... um, I asked her what her conviction was in receiving this miracle. And she, at that point, kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit. And she said that she didn't believe it. She felt like $50,000 was too much of a stretch for her to ask for. 
even though I questioned her at the onset of asking for that amount, I said, do you believe it? And at that point, she said yes. But when I really questioned her and said, just be real and honest with yourself, not with me, but with yourself. So um, she knew that she was never going to manifest her miracle and therefore she never did. So the important boomerang to start with in developing a miracle mindset is to ask yourself when you are asking for a miracle, what is my conviction in this asking? Then if you need to adjust what you're asking for to have more conviction, by all means, please do that. Now, the third key in developing a miracle mindset is um, to recognize the importance of a miracle is just a change of mind. And let me repeat that. The third key in developing a miracle mindset is to simply recognize that a miracle is just a change of mind. And when you recognize that if you're developing your miracle mindset, that it's important for you to mind your mind and be certain that your thoughts are clearly directed in the idea of your miracle coming to fruition. Yes, your thoughts about miracles are just as important to be sure that your thoughts are directing you in a place of yes. Yes, this is possible. Yes, this is true. Yes, this is, I'm capable of creating this. And I'm going to share with you a story, but we've got to take a quick break. So we'll be right back talking about developing a miracle mindset. Thanks for listening. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I, dot com, and find out more today, because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. 
To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And I'd like to invite any of you that have experienced any kind of miracles that you feel the audience would uh, benefit from you sharing to please, um, by all means, call us in and let us know about that. Now, uh, we were talking about the third key to developing a miracle mindset, and that is a miracle is just a change of mind. And I remember years ago having a client who didn't get along with her sisters, uh, and she attended this annual vacation every year with her sisters. I may have mentioned her before. And I asked her what her mindset was when she went on vacation with her sisters. And she said that her mindset was all about how she was the outcast in the family, and she really didn't get along with them. Her, her insecurities came to the surface when she was around her sisters. So clearly being with her sisters brought about the idea that uh, the client had this fear of self-worth that was coming forward. And her sisters were genius. They were genius level at bringing that forward. And, um, and that came up for her. Now, as we looked to clear the self-worth and then to change her mind about what she decided to experience with her sisters, she became she began having uh, miraculous vacations with her sisters. I remember one time she described her time with her sisters while she was viewing a beautiful waterfall as divine. She felt as she was really looking at this waterfall that the divine presence had been really a part of her being. And it was just hard for her to describe, but you could kind of see it in her face when she did describe how beautiful and special that moment was in her life. And that was what happened when she looked inward and removed the fear, the insecurity, and then put forth what she really wanted. And it truly is a miracle when you engage in relationships to allow yourself to see what comes up for you so that you can let go of any fears that may be coming up around your experiences with other people. That's the value or benefit of relationships in your life. The fourth key in developing a miracle mindset is that there is no order of difficulty when it comes to creating miracles. There's no order of difficulty when it comes to creating miracles. Now, oftentimes, people discount their ability to experience a miracle because they do think that it's too big, it's too difficult, too much, you know, and we learn early on that it only takes the faith of a mustard seed to move a mountain. And it really is true. Um, It's essential for you to know that miracles are just a change of mind and that there is no order of difficulty when it comes to creating them. And I remember last year interviewing my cousin, Becca Herzog, and she was experiencing at that time her second bout with leukemia. And um, she healed from her first bout four years prior as she was a college student. And her attitude is really the most impressive thing about her experience with the disease. 
And she operated from the idea that each day of her over 100-day stay in the hospital the second time around, that she would get dressed, put her makeup on, just to make herself feel better. So she decorated her room. It all had bright colors uh, all around it. It had positive signs and very encouraging, inspirational quotes all around her room because that's what she wanted to be reminded of daily. And there were times where she was challenged, where uh, she felt really ill and she got really sick, but she really wanted to make sure that every part of her environment supported her idea that she was someone that um, she was worthy of a miracle and that she wanted a miracle healing. The truly inspiring thing about Becca is her belief in the miracle of healing and the amount of people that she engaged in her platform to help her to create the miracle. I mean, there were literally thousands and and there still are thousands of people out there um, because she's such a champion of of having such a great attitude. Um, People follow her story and she's been featured and been a guest speaker at uh, many different events around the country because of her attitude um, and her attitude with her doctors and her belief and conviction that her doctors were there to support the miracle healing in her. Um, And the one thing that I can tell you about Becca is uh, the doctors were the support system, but really her go-to was the miracle. And I think if you make your go-to the miracle and then invite other people to support that miracle, it's really, um, it creates a successful environment for you. Now, last year, Becca had a, a cord blood transfer. Her cells since then have renewed and she is now 100% donor rather than having her own cells. And that doesn't happen for all people who receive cord blood transfers, but she had so many people helping and supporting her in creating the miracle that that's what she created. Her belief and her conviction in healing this disease after a second time around never wavered. And even as sick as and as weak as she was during her intense treatment, she kept her eyes on the miracle and not on any of the temporary setbacks during her treatment. It's in, important for you to remember that there is no order of difficulty or no miracle too large to perform as long as you're willing to receive it and be open to receiving it and be worthy of that. Now, the fifth point, um, and this is a really important point that I learned when I first started developing the miracle mindset, is to qualify what you're asking for around miracles. And this was a really crazy story. And I, I definitely learned from my experience. It only took me once, one time to have this and one time to learn this. My children and I were really, um, my children were young when I was working with my coach. I was working, I started working with a coach to really develop a balanced lifestyle. And we had planned a very fun family vacation at the Wisconsin Dells with our good friends from high school and their families. So it was going to be an outing with uh, many of us there. And I remember really starting to rely on miracles in my life at this time. And I asked for a miracle while we were on vacation. And that was it. I just said, you know, this is a great opportunity and a great chance for me to ask for a miracle while we go on vacation. That was it. 
I simply asked to witness a miracle for my family and myself. Here's what happened. We got to the Dells. The kids were all so darn excited, to, and they they raced to the wave pool. It was a really hot weekend that we went. Um, the entire group of kids grabbed their tubes for the wave pool, and if any of you have ever been to a wave pool in some of those water parks, um, you know that the, the waves start off really small, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it gets really, really choppy after a while. So our friends and also Bob and I, my husband and I, stood at the shore of the wave pool to watch all of the children while they were happily navigating in these growing uh, waves in the wave pool. And there happened to be uh, a young boy whose head started to dip below the waves and dip below the water. And the lifeguard threw this young boy a buoy without success and so the boy started kind of going under because at this point in time the waves were really really high at the time and I remember saying wow I hope that lifeguard saves that boy as we were standing at the foot of the wave pool and watching and then they you know the the kind of the whistles went off and um, they had to turn the waves off because clearly this boy was struggling tremendously. And so they turned everything off and they dragged. This is so we're standing at the, at the foot of the wave pole and they were dragging this boy um, to the shore. So we really couldn't see who it was. But as the boy was being dragged and as he got closer, I recognized that it happened to be my son, Jake. And Yes, luckily he was saved and I got the miracle that I asked for moments after we arrived and moments after we got, you know, right into the wave pool. And that was a really, really important reminder for me that now I don't just ask for a miracle because I certainly don't want to create that kind of chaos or that kind of drama in my life anymore. So I always will qualify my statement by asking for a miracle under grace in a perfect way. And it gives me greater peace of mind when I qualify that request. Now, the sixth key to developing a miracle mindset is to recognize that forgiveness unlocks the doors to all miracles. From the book, once again, Spoken Miracles, it says that you should forgive all thoughts which would oppose the truth of your completion, your unity, and peace. So listen to that again. Forgive all thoughts which would oppose the truth of your completion, unity, and peace. You cannot lose the gifts that your creator gave. So in my coaching practice, I've had the privilege of witnessing many miracles, many, many, many times over. And um, especially when it relates to forgiveness, I've, I've seen miracles really, truly abound. Even for the most stubborn clients, forgiveness supports the miracles to occur. And years ago, I had a client who was a divorce man and he really, really had a very tumultuous relationship with his ex-wife and he was working with me. Her words were in a really negative direction about his ex. He never had anything good to say about her and he blamed her for the demise of their relationship and for the stress that it put on their son. 
And they needed to make some difficult decisions about putting their son into a rehab facility for drug and alcohol abuse. And I asked this client to um, forgive his ex and to let her off the hook. And not just forgive her, but forgive uh, not for him, but for the benefit of their son and for the benefit of their son's future. He begrudgingly did uh, the exercise with me. And I asked him to remain very present as he and his ex met with a counselor to decide what was best, the best option for him. Keeping in mind, he wanted what was best for his son. Uh, that was his motivation. He said that the relationship was really strained that he had with his ex and it caused them to fight and argue constantly. So we continued and he was able to release some of his past conflict with her. And he was truly amazed at the outcome because as a result of doing his forgiveness work, he created a miracle for his son and they were able to speak without arguing and they were able to come to their, create that miracle about finding the best facility for their son. And I'm going to continue uh, to share a couple other stories about forgiveness as well. Um, But we've got another break, so we'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I, dot com, and find out more today, because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And welcome back. We're talking about developing a miracle mindset. And uh, we were talking before the break about how forgiveness unlocks the doors to miracles. And uh, I wanted to share that I've also seen miracles with clients occur when they forgive past relationships that they 
never believed that might, they might be holding on to any emotional strain from those relationships. I mean, this has happened with people who were dating and had, you know, ex, ex-girlfriends or boyfriends or ex-spouses. Um, it, it's, it's oftentimes where they feel like, oh my gosh, I, that's been so long ago, I got over that. But the emotional strain from past relationships can really be held on to not on a conscious level. So they have no recollection of it. Um, But it does prevent the ability to open up to receiving miracles. I actually witnessed this uh, many years ago with one client who forgave her relationship with her mother. She was this very young and beautiful girl who was suffering from terrible colitis, which caused her to get because um, she did. She had colitis so badly. Um, she developed rheumatoid arthritis as a result, and her arthritis got so bad that she could no longer walk up the steps at the school where she worked. And at age twenty-seven, she was just twenty-seven when she had colitis, uh, which led to rheumatoid arthritis. She was forced to retire in the middle of the school year. She couldn't even make it to the end of the year. We happened to do a significant amount of clearing some of her old emotions, some of which she never even thought were there, some things that she never even imagined um, that she was holding on to, but her body told us that she was definitely holding on to it. And these emotions were stored inside of her, causing, literally causing her body to kind of eat away at itself. And it was such a remarkable experience to witness because her colitis, after she gave a voice, we talk about that all the time on the show here, um, to her colitis, it went into, or gave a voice to her emotions. Her colitis actually went into remission and she got in touch with all the anger that she held toward her mother. Her health was completely restored and she was able to feel really good again in a very short period of time because she did the work. She was able to go inward let go of those feelings that were causing her pain and discomfort and um, and and she was able to start to feel good again. I do know that recently she did have a flare-up with her colitis again and um, she didn't ask to work with me or it, it wasn't anything that we talked about. I just happened to see a Facebook post that she um, had said and I can almost guess that there was just another layer of emotion that was coming up for her to deal with. So I certainly hope and uh, want her to get that relief and and create another miracle for herself so that she can be healed of that physical pain. And these physical healing miracles happen so regularly when forgiveness is introduced into a person's life and when they're allowed to express their emotions around what is going on with them. It's, it's truly amazing to watch. Now, the seventh um, key to developing a miracle mindset is to understand that a miracle operates from a position of abundance. Now, let me qualify what I mean by the statement, the miracle operates from a position of abundance. Um, A miracle is having a mindset of an abundance of love. And that's what I mean. I'm not talking about financial abundance. I'm, I'm talking about abundance of love. Miracles look to see love 
everywhere and love in everything. Now, I can tell you one of the things that I enjoy doing is when I wake up in the morning, I give thanks for the miracle of my life. And I talk about in my mind about all the miracles that I see. I love to go for really early morning walks and I love to see the beauty and the miracles of life everywhere. I have the good fortune of living by the Fox River and I look at everything that is sustained by the river and I really truly look in amazement. Um, The trees, the plants, the flowers, all the wildlife that's out there, there's so much that's there. And I see everything around me is really truly a result of a miracle, a miracle of this abundance of love. And you can definitely see this hand of love at work in everything as long as you look for it and as long as you focus on it. Um, it's, It's truly remarkable to see. So in developing a miracle mindset, Look for the abundance of love everywhere because it is everywhere. And if you can't see it, slow down enough or stop so that you can feel it. And it's just like when we have done uh, shows in the past where we simply slow down to really feel the life force energy inside of us. It's that life force energy that creates our miracle of life. And so it's it's what really truly sustains us that energy and it just makes everything work in our bodies. So remember that a separation uh, from God is the first lack that you need to correct in your mind. I'm going to say that again. A separation from God or love is the first lack that you need to correct in your mind. So do this right now. I want you to just take a moment to do this and scan your mind for a person with whom you may be holding a grudge against. Just scan and somebody that might cause you some type of irritation and look at your thoughts about that person. Notice that your focus in your thoughts is on the lack in that person rather than seeing the value or seeing the abundance in that person. And each person, as painful as it seems, has some value while they're here on earth. And it really truly is the most difficult relationships in your life are the ones that teach you the most about your focus on lack rather than on union. So once you see your separated thoughts about that person, ask yourself, how can I see him or her through the eyes of love? Look to what love would say about this person. I've done it many times with relationships where I've experienced those relationships when they're strained. And I find out what value that person holds for me and what love would say about him or her. And here's why I want to give you kind of the why behind this program works. If love is our natural state of existence, which I believe love is our natural state of existence, it's who we are. And if you're seeing this person in a state other than love, 
then you can empower yourself to make a new choice so that you can change your experience with this person. And it really does open the door to creating the miracle because you take charge in returning your heart and returning your mind to its natural state of being. This is a really fun experiment uh, that I want all of you to experience. So please let me know your results when you're finished and shoot me an email at fiatdirectconnectcoaching.com so I can see what kind of miracles you're creating. Now here is a really, really fun one for me. I want you to understand the importance of using the miracle mindset for finding things that are missing in your life. It's a wonderful concept that I started using so many years ago when I read a book written by author Doreen Virtue. Now, in the book, Doreen mentioned that there's a much higher vantage point that love looks out from. So when you connect to that point, then you're able to see from a higher vision. Doreen's phrase is this, nothing is lost in the eyes of God. Nothing is lost in the eyes of God. Now, I use this one all of, all of the time. Whenever keys are missing or anything might be missing in my life or in my world, I, and I also share it with my children regularly, I simply say nothing's lost in the eyes of God. Now, I had a friend who, she's a fine jeweler, and at the time, uh, she was fixing a really expensive bracelet. I believe it was for a client of hers. It was either her bracelet or for a client of hers. And she called me, and she asked me to help her find it. And she was actually having the misbelief that I had more power than she did to find the bracelet, which is really not true because we all have the same power. So I always, 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 and I had to remind her, and I remind people of the fact uh, all of the time that, that you have the same power. So let's make sure that you understand how to use it. And I had her say the phrase, nothing's lost in the eyes of God out loud. And she did. And then what I suggested to her was I said to pay attention to her thoughts and just kind of, you know, just look for where her thoughts were directing her to look. And all of a sudden, just pops right in her head. She said, gosh, I'm thinking that I should go look in the cabinet on the first floor uh, of her house. There was a, like a cabinet with a mirror above it. And she said, okay, um, that's where I'm getting directed to look. So I told her to go ahead and to look at the cabinet and see what, see what she found. And lo and behold, there was this bracelet and she was, in, she was just elated by the fact that she was able to do this so quickly, so easily. And it really truly is um, a miracle that anybody out there can use when you say nothing's lost in the eyes of God. And it's really, really fun to be able to um, just let go of your own thoughts and where you think logically, you know, a lot of people step by step by step through, um, you know, where they think logically they should uh, go and look or where their last steps were. But this really doesn't follow logic all the time. The miracle certainly doesn't. So it's always important to pay attention to where your thoughts take you instead of logically stepping through it 
Pay attention to where your thoughts take you, but don't force it. And I've got a couple of really uh, uh, other fun examples that I'm going to cover when we come back from break. So we'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I.com, and find out more today, because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And we're talking about developing a miracle mindset today and going through several of the keys that it, that is, that's required for developing a miracle mindset. And before the break, one of my favorite ones in finding things that are lost is uh, nothing's lost in the eyes of God. And several years ago, my mom and my sister were going on a cruise. It was a, a developmental cruise, one of those uh, personal growth types of cruises. And I remember my mom called me in a panic and she was looking for her passport and couldn't find it. And the thing about it was that she had her passport several days prior and she put it away somewhere and she couldn't remember where she put it away. Um, many, just on a side note, many, many things kind of pointed to her mind really starting to go um, long before we realized that she had developed dementia. But um, that's my side note. But anyway, um, she was really panicked about it. And I remember her calling me one day and she was like, you know, Fee, I need to find my passport and I need to find where it is really quickly. Otherwise, I can't go on this trip. And it was close enough to the trip that it was there wasn't enough time for her to be able to get um, a passport, you know, once again, you know, to get reissued uh, another passport. And so I said to her, Mom, do this, please. Just say out loud, nothing's lost in the eyes of God. 
And she was still feeling kind of edgy and panicked at the time. And so what I suggested to her is I'm like, mom, what would be fun for you right now to kind of get your mind off of things? And she liked to kind of go to the store and look at um, different decorating ideas. She was really into that. She had a really great sense of color and style. And um, so I said to her, I go, why don't you do this? Instead of dwelling in the problem, just trust in the process of nothing being lost in the eyes of God and see what thoughts come to you. Um, Once you just go, let go and go have fun and be in enjoyment with yourself and for yourself. So folks, if you have something that's going on in your life where you can't find it, can't find it, can't find it, use this and if you find yourself still just really dwelling on this concept, I want you to just go ask yourself, what would be enjoyable for me right now? What would bring me joy? Just go do it and ask yourself the question and then see what comes up for you and go be in joy. If it's dancing or going to a movie or you know going out to eat, something that will bring you joy. Um, going for a walk, that's a really good one for me where I just really kind of let go of things and enjoy. Um, By all means, do it. And then when you're in joy, oftentimes you will get the inspired thought to see what is coming forward. And that is so fun to be able to do. Well, what happened with my mom was it took a day. One day later, what happened to her is I got the call from her and she was all excited. And she's like, Fee, I found the passport. It happened to be in, it was either a box or a drawer where she had safely put it and she just could not remember that she safely put the passport away and she wanted to put it there for safekeeping. But the very next day is when she found it, and it was such a relief for her. And it's, it's always fun to do. Now, the other really cool thing about this number eight um, you know, key to developing the miracle mindset to be able to find things miraculously is to teach this to young children. And the reason why it works so well with young children is because they have this very close connection to um, their miraculous thoughts or their love-based thoughts. And so um, I was out in New Jersey staying with some friends of ours, and one of their, they have three young children, and the oldest slept with this bunny. And it was his bunny, and this bunny was his bunny since he was a little baby. And he, uh, at the time, was maybe six years old or so, six or seven, something like that, or five or six, seven. And Bunny was missing. And Bunny, he would not be able to take a nap or he would not be able to go to sleep without Bunny. And again, panic-stricken because this young boy could not find Bunny. And so I introduced this concept to him. And it was wonderful because I said, okay, here's what kind of game we're going to play. And I said, what we're going to do is we're going to go, nothing's lost in the eyes of God. And then I want you to watch your thoughts because what's going to happen is in your thoughts, the thought of where Bunny is, is going to come to you. 
And so I had him close his eyes and he was standing in the kitchen at the time and he closed his eyes and he said, I said, okay, nothing's lost in the eyes of God, where's Bonnie? And all of a sudden he didn't even say anything. It was like the light bulb moment went off with him and he ran up the stairs and he, I heard him scream, Bonnie, Bonnie. And Bonnie happened to be in the guest bedroom what for whatever reason he went into the guest bedroom maybe it was to you know help his mom since i was coming to stay and she was changing the sheets on the guest bed or something and he was there and he happened to put bunny down but it was so quick with him it didn't take long at all for him to find it. So if you have young children or young grandchildren that are out there where they're looking for anything that's lost, I would highly, highly encourage you to do it and then tell them to pay attention to their thoughts because it's a great way to teach young people how to connect to their love-based thoughts because then they can begin to rely on those loving thoughts. Now, the ninth and final key to developing a miracle mindset is to understand that guilt, guilt is something important for you to release to attract miracles. So it, you can ask yourself, and, and I will often ask uh, clients this question, where am I guilty in my life or where am I holding on to guilt or what am I guilty about? And folks, I have heard So many, many things where people have carried guilt with them. It's kind of like carrying all the artillery from all wars, from all the past. It's really, really weighs people down. Guilt does. I've had women, um, a woman who had kissed another woman, a man that had uh, a fiance and he had more sexual partners than others. I even years ago had a a young client that I was working with. Um, He was a male in his 20s and he was really guilty about, he was probably about eight or nine years old and he happened to steal money from the church collection basket and he was feeling really guilty about that. And so once you really just get honest and get real about those things that you feel guilty about, it allows you to if you choose, to go into a place of forgiveness and say, I'm not going to hold on to that guilt anymore. I'm not going to hold on to that pain anymore because I really want to uh, develop this miracle mindset. So, and I know that, you know, by holding on to guilt, I hold on to too much of the past and I don't allow that abundance of love to come forward for myself. So, Look to your life and look to your world where you might be feeling guilty or holding on to guilt um, and look in your body because your body will tell the truth of that to be able to see where you might be holding on to guilt and then start to open up to receiving those miracles and make sure that you write them down because by writing them down, and knowing what you're asking for, you build confidence in the ability of your own Uh, ability, your own empowerment to create miracles in your life. So there you have it. And I, uh, as uh, someone that really, truly enjoys watching people create miracles each and every day, I hope that you create as many miracles in your life as uh, you know that your life is one gigantic miracle as long as you believe it to be. And you look for the small ones so that you can attract and create bigger and better ones each and every day. 
Now, be sure to offer any ideas to me about your miracles or about the global goals of ending hunger, poverty, injustice, and uh, any global warming issues. And I want to be uh, and say thank you to the amazing men and women of service. And I also want to say thank you to this amazing listening audience. I appreciate all of you so much. And I wish you all a very inspired and miraculous week. Have a great week. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.